Hello everyone, welcome back to Chibi and Chilled Anime Podcast, the podcast that talks all about all things anime, all things manga, anything that you're kind of thinking Japan related, it's about anime, it's about manga, I'm going to be talking about it on this podcast, so be sure to subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. So I'm your host Ryan and I'm a massive anime and manga fan and I have been for many 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 years, since the 90s, since I was a kid and that fad has never truly ended. So a few things before we dive into today's episode, I've got a bunch of new anime pin badges over on my eBay shop for you to check out. There's One Piece ones, there's Pokemon one and there's some Jujutsu Kaisen ones with more being added to the range soon. I'm not entirely sure when, I need to kind of prep them first, but they are coming soon. Be sure to check out the first five pins are over, they're already live, they're already on the shop, go check them out. You won't want to miss out on them, they're great to add to hats, bags, like straps on stuff. Honestly, go check them out, I've kept some of them for myself to add to my bag, because I just couldn't let them all go, I need to keep some for myself. And also, if you're into Funko Pops, much like myself, and like me, are also kind of addicted to them. I've got a 10% off code for you for OpticCollectibles.com and it's ChibiWeeb. So if you enter the code ChibiWeeb on OpticCollectibles.com, you'll save 10% off your order. Go check them out. They've got some exclusives and chase on chase what pops on there and also some like mystery boxes where it's kind of like you could get a chase, you could get a normal, who knows, it's all part of the Funko collecting fun. Go to OpticCollectibles.com for 10% off using the code ChibiWeeb. So this episode is all about horror or spooky themed anime and manga you should be checking out around this spooky season. If you're like me, you love spooky stuff. This time of year, it's like the back end of September now, we're just about to go into October. And this time of year is where we get all cosy. Or, well, the UK at the minute is quite warm, but... We can still get kind of cosy, watch spooky movies and indulge in all of the stuff that kind of scares us, spooks us out, creeps us out a little bit. It's weird when you kind of think about it, why would we do that? But it's awesome and I I love spooky themed stuff. I love a horror movie. I love the spooky aesthetic. I just, I'm so, so there for it and I love it. And Halloween... And spooky season is my favourite time of year. I think it's the best. It's the most fun time, I think. Yeah, Christmas is great. Don't get me wrong. However, seeing all the pumpkins everywhere, the ghosts, the little spooky stuff that you see in the stores, it's just, it's so, so good. And with it being spooky season, or just about, I think we should dive into some spooky side of anime, and more specifically, manga in this episode. And Japan is known for creating very scary movies and having a love a love for exploring the darker themes of stories and especially art as well. There's quite a obsession with it. A bit like I guess we all have that kind of weird obsession with the spooky or the kind of almost morbid side of life. And manga is no different. If you're into manga and horror, or maybe you're thinking of exploring the darker side of manga and anime then this episode is for you and it will share with you some of the most iconic and best horror manga and some of the anime series as well 
you need to be reading and watching it this spooky season. Part of a list builder, but there's some on here that are quite extreme, some that are a little bit more playful, and there's a whole mix. If you're kind of wanting, or maybe you're new to the this kind of genre, check this list out. There's something for everyone. So the first manga on this list is Tomi by Juni Ito. And Junji Ito is just known as kind of like the godfather or like the king of horror manga. And there's been a few anime adaptions of his work and his work is just... When you think of horror manga, that is the name that should come to mind. It's it's like next level horror. It's really, really detailed, really creepy. And that's just a collection, a big volume of work by him. And Tomi was his debut feature-length manga, and it was published in 1987. So this was originally published in a monthly Halloween, which was a horror manga magazine with one story released each week, and each chapter serves as an independent story. And just a side note, I, I won the magazine that is monthly Halloween. That just sounds so good. Taking a look at it online, it looks super, super fun. It's just everything that celebrates Halloween, spooky, creepy, scary. It's just, it's so, so good. I, I need, I need one of these magazines. It looks so, so good. And although a total of only three volumes long, Tomi's pop culture significance has stayed throughout this, the kind of time. It stayed from 1987 right up until now. And the manga's main character is a classic femme fatale. And can you can imagine classic femme fatale from the 80s, it's exactly that. And her charm causes men and some women to fall madly in love with her, with some pretty lethal consequences. And in the depths of their obsession, Tomi's suitors resort to desperate acts fueled by jealousy, often resulting in Tomi's brutal murder at the hands of these desperate lovers. And Tomi becomes resurrected, even after she's killed, a little bit like a Groundhog Day kind of thing, and she's reborn but destined to continue the cycle of constant torment by those madly in love with her. So it's almost like a story about a cycle of Tomi. Tomi? I always feel like I say it wrong. Tomi, I guess. It's like this cycle that she continues to live, and quite a brutal cycle. Again, it's super detailed. The art for this is just not only iconic, but it's really, really just outstanding. If you're into... Kind of next level horror is quite a strong one to start this list off. But if you're quite into this kind of genre already, if you've not checked this one out, add this one to your list. So on the flip side to that one, we've got Gegeke no, no Kitaru. I'm going to try and say that again. Gegeke no. Gegeke no Kitaru. And it's Kitaru of the Graveyard in English. And this is one of the most iconic manga and anime on this list with it being created way back in the 1960s. And this is one that's more playful in ways with the main character and kind of how he is and how the manga and the anime shows the various kinds of yokai of Japanese folklore. And this is one of the biggest hits in general for spooky in the horror genre of anime and manga. And the plot focuses on Yung Kitaru, the last surviving member of the Ghost Tribe, quote-unquote, a clan of spirits who receives guidance from his deceased father who communicates with him through a severed eyeball. Yes, communicates through an eyeball. 
and Kitaru's goal is to have yokai and human beings coexist in harmony rather than resort to violence. I started watching the anime to this and it is really fun. It is it's spooky, but it's kind of the um, fun spooky. It's fun scary. Uh, you know, the yokai are very playful in their appearance and the whole design of it is overall quite playful. It kind of reminds me of a predecessor to kind of toilet-bound Hanukkah-kan. It's that kind of vibe. However, behind the storylines of this one and the slightly cute but spooky characters, the character was inspired by the creator's experience in World War II and him being the sole survivor of his fleet. So at the age of 21, he was drafted into the Japanese Imperial Army and the onset of the war, and he was forced to serve in Papua New Guinea, and Mizuki returned to Japan from combat with his left arm blown off, being the only survivor of his fleet. And in interviews, he mentions and expresses that his interest in yokai stems from his desire to understand mortality after being so close to death himself during the wartime. So I guess this anime and manga is part a creative experience, creative process, I guess, but a part of that process is kind of this man's deep dive into his psyche and his own emotions, I guess, which I guess drawing from his own experience and stuff makes it darker in a slightly different way, but in a way that I find really, really fascinating and interesting. I think it makes the story and the characters even more interesting and deeper as well. The next one on the list is Holic by Clamp. And when I first read this title, I I thought it was more of a adult x-rated kind of manga but I don't it's not it's not it's just that's just the name but it's by Clamp and this isn't a producer that I thought I would include on a horror manga list if you're like me you're used to hearing the name Clamp and the pairing of the name Clamp with other stuff with Cardcaptor Sakura and Chobits both series that first introduced me to anime and manga, and ones I still, to this day, hold very, very dear, especially card captors. That is just, that was one of the peak anime in the 90s and 2000s, and just, that really helped grow my love for anime. But they have a horror manga called Holic. It has the same kind of extravagant gothic styling as Chobits, with them being very intricate, a style that I... It's a style that I don't think we see a lot of nowadays. I think that maybe this, the trend's kind of gone. But Shobbits had this very specific horror, not horror, kind of eclectic. There was a lot of like strands of hair everywhere. A lot of like little bats, dark and light, playfulness. A lot of like big platform shoes. A lot of like traditional kind of gothic, gothita kind of styling. And it's what's being kind of replicated or included in Holic by Clamp and Holic is about fate and the journey of tragedy and joy with nothing being a coincidence. So it tells the tale of Kimihiro through 28 chapters, a withdrawn high school student plagued by the curse of seeing spirits when no one else can. So like I see dead people kind of vibe. Faithfully, uh, she, while escaping a demon, finds refuge in a strange shop owned by the sultry witch Yuko, who offers clients any wish their heart desires, 
as long as they're willing to pay the proper price. And I guess that price depends on whatever you're asking for. And begging Yuko to take away his curse, he becomes a servant to her as he works off the debt to repay her for curing him. So sounds it sounds really interesting, I have to say. I haven't been able to get my hands on a copy on this, but what I've seen online and what the little snippets I did get to read, I it sounds really, really, really great. I think from an aesthetic point of view, this one definitely takes to my top spot on this list. But if you're a fan of Cardcaptor Sakura or Chobits, definitely check this one out if you're wanting to look into the horror or spooky side of the genre. Definitely take this, take a look at this if you loved those ones. The aesthetic for this one and the illustrations and the styling, so, so good. Definitely check this out if you loved those series because that's what introduced me to it. That's what hooked me onto the rabbit hole that I fell down with with this one. One of the most popular ones on this list is our next one, which is called Parasite. And Parasite is an anime and a manga, and it's one of the most iconic in both areas, both genres. And it's pretty much beloved by most people who love the horror or spooky genre. While originally beginning around the turn of the 1990s, it remained ultimately popular right up until this day. And the protagonist, Shinichi, apologies if I did not say that right, Shinichi, is a young man half infested by one of the parasites that are famous in the parasite world. And while regular people are taken over completely, turning into helpless hosts, only Shinichi's hand is infested. And now he has this parasite sharing his body, and now they kind of share two minds. It's one of the most popular ones, and it's one of the most iconic ones. There's, I believe there's potentially even a live action of it, but... I'm not 100% so don't cut me on that but this one is one of the if you're wanting to check out more of a kind of gross but not gross in the gruesome kind of way but gross as in infested kind of vibe check this one out it's super iconic and one that it's kind of almost like a rite of passage if you're wanting to explore horror manga or spooky anime manga that kind of vibe if you're wanting to kind of explore it, it's kind of a rite of passage. Do check it out. It's worth, I always think, and any anime is worth doing the three episode trial. So why not do the classic traditional trial and see what you think with this one? It's kind of, it's interesting. It's interesting. I'll leave you with that one on that one. Not much on this one, but there's not much more to say. So we've kind of discussed some of the more popular or different level kind of horror and anime that kind of fit the spooky horror horror vibe but horror manga and anime that's become super popular are actually quite different to those ones nowadays so some of the most popular anime manga series of recent years have actually been horror themed and but to a lesser extent than the works by for example Junji Ito and some of these when I kind of look back Oh, look at the genres that we we have for these. Yep, they do fit the tropes, they fit the kind of vibe, but I wouldn't necessarily have pipped them in that category. So shows such as Chainsaw Man, Tokyo Ghoul, Toilet Bound, Hanukukan, all fit that spooky horror vibe. Even Jujutsu Kaisen fits that genre as well. And all are horror-themed in many ways thanks to their subject focus and their characters as well. 
Out of all of them, Chainsaw Man fits the theme more closely thanks to its focus on gore and grittiness than the others. Chainsaw Man is part of the Dark Shonen trio, so I have an episode all about that, so do check that out. It's in the catalogue where you found this episode, you'll find that one. But Jujutsu Kaisen, Hell's Paradise and Chainsaw Man are all part of a dark trio because they have a darker and slightly spookier horror focus for shonen than their, I guess, family of other shonen shows. Chainsaw Man is known as the closest to fit this vibe because of its gruesomeness. It has much more of a focus on the kind of gore than many of the others. Chainsaw Man is became super popular. This was one of my absolute favourite anime when it came out. I loved it. It definitely split opinions because of the direction that the directors kind of went, but I I loved it so, so good. And then on the opposite side of that, we've got, we've got anime and manga such as Toilet Bound Hanukkah-Con, and which has much more of a focus on ghouls and spirits and has a much more cute aesthetic towards it compared to the likes of Chainsaw Man. But this one is one of my favourite anime and one that you should definitely, definitely check out if you're wanting to kind of dive into the spooky vibe but not the horror vibe, definitely check this one out. It's super playful, it's about uh, Hanukkah-Kan who's a ghost but is trapped in the toilet and restrooms of a school and he meets some friends and they go on adventures and solve uh, kind of mysteries, that kind of stuff. It's so, so good. I cannot recommend this one enough. From both a character point of view, a story point of view, and an aesthetic point of view, it fits all the right boxes. It's definitely more playful than it is uh, on when you compare it to the likes of Jujutsu Kaisen, Chainsaw Man, Tokyo Ghoul. It's more playful, it's more fun, it's more light-hearted. I loved having this one on in the background while I was doing stuff, uh, while I was working, things like that. I liked having it on in the background. It's so, so fun. Definitely, definitely check this one out if you want the more playful, spooky vibe. This list hasn't been the most extensive, it's been more select than anything else, and there's plenty of new, well not new, but there's plenty of other supernatural, horror, ghoulish, spooky vibe anime and manga that you can check out on Crunchyroll. This isn't sponsored by the way, I'm not sponsored by Crunchyroll, I wish I was. If you are listening Crunchyroll, I am happy to be sponsored by yourselves, but I'm not sponsored by them, but... There's plenty to check out on there. If you go into Crunchyroll or any of the other services, I guess, you can find a supernatural, spooky, horror kind of genre. And on there, we've got new ones such as Undead Face Murder Farce. No, what's it called? Undead Girl. Undead Murder Farce. I always say that one wrong. I feel like it's just a girl on it, but it doesn't. Undead Murder Farce. We've got Bungo Stray Dogs, which is... Obviously very famous, very popular, and does fit this vibe. Still Overlord, even though that's kind of more Isekai, it still kind of fits the vibe. Mob Psycho, Welcome to Demon School, we've got Jojo's Bizarre Adventure that fits this vibe. When you kind of explore the themes and the the genre, there's so many more anime and manga that you wouldn't necessarily put into these categories of horror, supernatural, that kind of vibe. Traditionally, you wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily pitch them as that, but they do technically fit these vibes. There are other ones as such as Murokan, which is more of a, again, I see dead people kind of vibe. That is one on my watch list and I definitely, definitely want to watch that during spooky season. That's it looks so so good. It's more of like a she sees dead people and tries to help them kind of kind of effort. Uh 
and there's so so many the list keeps going and there's so many i think this is a genre where you kind of have to it's hard it's the same with horror and spooky movies it's hard to find one that is really really good it's hard there's always some bad ones within in the good ones and there's always some bad in the good it's always a pinch of sugar kind of effort take it with a pinch of salt and see what happens it's hard to find a spooky movie. It's just as hard, I think, to find a really good horror, spooky vibe, anime or manga. And sometimes you just have to bite the bullet and go for it. Some of my recommendations are obviously on this list. There are loads more. I'll let you know as soon as I watch some more and let you know when it's spooky season. All the episodes going forward will be more spooky themed around this kind of vibe. I want to really, truly indulge on the spooky season this season with anime last season i kind of did i i indulged a little bit i didn't watch as much as i thought i would i have to be honest i did not truly truly indulge on the spooky side of anime or manga but this time this time i really will try to but if you have any more recommendations on for this list Leave it in the review, leave it in the podcast review, find me on social media, leave it in a comment, leave it with me a DM and let me know what would be on your spooky anime manga list. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. If you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for checking this out. I really do appreciate every single listen, every follow, every download. It really does mean a lot. From one weep to another, thank you so much. If you're wanting any anime merch, head over to my social media links. Head, find me on social media, find me on TikTok, Instagram, all that good stuff. And you'll see a link to my eBay shop where I have a bunch of anime themed prints for you to check out with worldwide shipping. Please do leave a rating and a review on the podcast platform that you're listening on this too. It really does support the show. It only takes a few seconds and it's free. I cannot ask. If I ask one thing of you, I'd ask that. Please do leave a rating and a review. Even if it's not great, please let me know. You know, it's even a bad one. Well, bad press is always... what. No, what's the saying? Any press is good press, I guess. Oh, that rhymed. So, so, a rating and a review would be great. It really does support the show. So, thank you so, so much for whatever kind of review you do leave. If you're a mega fan of anime, then why not check out my brand new Patreon monthly subscription club. There are three tiers of membership, Chibi Fan, Chibi Super Fan and Chibi Mega Fan, with each tier being better than the last. Each month, for one cost, you'll receive free prints, free downloads and much, much more, including exclusive behind the scenes videos, photos and more of how I create my prints and anime themed artwork. If you'd like to receive exclusive updates and anime-themed goodies every single month delivered straight to you, then why not check out my Patreon? The link's down below. I'm sure you'll love being a part of the Chibi Weeb fan club. Sometimes finding a birthday card or an occasion card can be a boring task. However, I have some anime-themed cards on my thoughtful.co.uk creator profile, which is found in my links on social media. Over on Thoughtful, you'll find a bunch of anime-themed cards, such as Studio Ghibli Happy Birthday cards and more, with my range being updated regularly. Each card is processed by Thoughtful.co.uk, with shipping being fast, quick and efficient. You can shop my anime-themed cards over on my Instagram, with my links being over on there. Search Chibi Weeb Anime and you'll find me. 
thank you so much for listening thank you so much for checking out the podcast it really does mean a lot please do leave a rating and a review down below it really does support the show and it's free to do i'll see you next time i'll see you next friday have a great weekend if you're a subscriber or if you're thinking of subscribing or starting the free trial on apple Podcasts. i'll see you on sunday for the next episode of the chibi piece exclusive apple podcast exclusive episode on sunday Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.